Levels. I'm Nicole. I'm super stoked to be your host on this podcast. Today we're breaking down the readings for the third Sunday of Lent, March 3rd, 2024. First up from Exodus uh, chapter 20 verses 1 through 17, we have the OG saint of the Bible, Moses, chilling on a mountain, ready to chat with God. And guess what? God's got some ground rules for his squad. And that squad is us. These commandments may seem like a bunch of rules, but in reality, they're like a roadmap leading us toward love and justice. So let's break them down individually and see what they have to teach us. Okay, so I do want to say real quick that I'm going to go through the commandments as they are like in the catechism, because in this week's reading, they're a little like uh, different. Okay, they're like not in the same order. In other words, okay, so the first commandment is I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt not have strange gods before me. The first commandment is about putting God first and foremost in our lives. Imagine it as your like phone lock screen, but instead of, you know, pictures of your cat or your dog or whatever, it's your relationship with God. God saying, hey, I'm your number one. Don't get distracted by other shiny things. It's about putting the important things first and foremost, first and front and center, first and front and center on that list is God. Going to mass, continue to go into your faith, etc. This commandment reminds us not to get upset with material things or celebrities. It's like saying, hey, your worth isn't measured by the number of likes or your latest selfie. Instagram or TikTok might be cool, friends, but it shouldn't become your entire world. Um, and it also forbids things like, you know, obviously like idolatry. So that's where like this, the, you know, um, social media thing comes in, but also superstition um, and like going to false worship, stuff like that. Okay. Thou shalt not take the Lord thy God in vain is the second commandment. And this is about showing respect and reverence for God by thinking before you speak, especially when using his name. And it's not just about avoiding swearing, but it's about being mindful of how you represent yourself as a Catholic. And, you know, this is one we're probably all guilty of. Like how many times have we said OMG or, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's a hard one to break. It really is. Um, but just kind of be mindful that when, you know, you use, when you take, do take the Lord's name in vain, you kind of just pause and you recognize it and you apologize. And then obviously add that to your list for confession and just try to do better. Keep the Sabbath holy. That's uh, the third commandment. And this tells us to remember and keep Sundays sacred. Sunday isn't just another day to sleep in or catch up on homework, though those are important too. It's about taking time to reconnect with your face. Friends, Mass is a holy day of obligation. And I don't know, like if you think of it this way, at Mass, heaven literally touches earth during the consecration of the Eucharist. Nowhere else does that happen on a regular basis. You can go to Mass and literally be present be present with Christ. Okay. So go take part, become, you know, like an active member of your faith. Uh, the fourth commandment is honor thy father and thy mother. And this commandment asks us to honor our parents, even if they drive us crazy. This commandment is about showing appreciation for the people who raised you. Even when they're nagging you to clean your room or finish your broccoli, it's about, it's, it's also about your parents, they're 100% responsible for the spiritual and physical welfare of their children. 
So it's kind of like a back and forth thing, okay? So friends, if you're hearing this and you're dealing with parents who are making your life really tough, as in you're being abused, I want you to know that you're not alone. Sometimes parents can act in ways that hurt us or make us feel scared or upset. And when that happens, it's important to understand that you deserve to be safe and happy. Honoring your parents doesn't mean accepting abuse. Abuse from anyone is never okay, and you do not have to accept it. If your parents are hurting you physically, emotionally, or in any other way, it's, a, it's important that you reach out for help. Talk to a trusted adult, a teacher, a counselor, a priest. They can help you find and su the support and resources you need to stay safe. And this commitment also includes, you know, people who are, like, responsible for the, like, you know, obviously, like, our pastors and stuff that are like you know higher up in the food chain than us on a spiritual like like level as far as like we have we're supposed to um you know respect them and and like the people who make laws and stuff like that but anyone who is in a power of authority should not be abusing you okay so that's that's what i need you to take home with this okay and again physical, emotional abuse, that sort of thing. I, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not like a doctor or anything like this, but I, I, I can tell you that if you need resources or you need help, I'll put some links in the show notes. Um, certainly please seek help. All right, moving forward. The fifth commandment is thou shall not kill. And this reminds us not to go around hurting people, whether it's through physical violence, bullying, emotional violence, your words and actions have power. So use them to lift people up, not tear them down. Um, if you're like using the Ten Commandments to like uh, do like your, uh, gosh, I totally just lost my words, my thoughts. So like if you're uh, like going through your conscience for <laughs> for confession, you know, you can use that shall not kill. Like if you're not taking care of your pets correctly, like you don't want to be hurting things, people, especially. Okay. Uh, the sixth commandment is thou shall not commit adultery. The sixth, sixth commandment teaches us to respect ourselves and others in our relationships. It's not just about physical inti intimacy, but it's also about being faithful, trustworthy, and respectful in all your interactions. It's about respecting your body and that of others. The seventh commandment tells us uh, not to steal. What, and that's like something like copying someone's homework or talk, you know, taking something that doesn't belong to you, certainly. But it's also about, you know, respecting people's property, the school you go into. Don't be like, you know, messing things up in school or, you know, wherever you are. Respect your home. Have, you know, pride in your home. Keep your room clean. Like those things. Um... And it also includes things that you borrow from others. So like if you borrow, you know, something from your friend, you want to return it in the same condition, if not better. But also like look at it like if you go out for a hike or, you know, you don't throw trash on the floor, leave things better, <laughs> leave no trace when you're out in nature, those kind of things. Okay, like that kind of umbrella. The eighth commandment says, thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. So don't lie, friends, <laughs> okay? The eighth, com eighth commandment reminds us not to spread rumors or gossip about others. 
it's not cool and it can really hurt people. So instead, be honest and kind in your words and actions. Don't be a troll on the internet, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, now, the ninth commandment says, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. At the base level, this commandment teaches us to respect the relationships of others. It means that we shouldn't desire or wish for someone who is uh, already committed to another person, like a spouse. It's about honoring the sacred bond between husband and wife and not letting jealousy or selfish desires interfere with that bond. Um, instead, we're called to focus on building our own healthy relationships and respecting the commitments other people have made. So, I mean, you guys, you know, likely aren't into that section of like being married yet. Um, but that can still apply to like, you know, people you like who maybe you like somebody else, but also friends, it's about our own thoughts and keeping our thoughts as pure as we possibly can. So let's just take a moment to talk about like impure thoughts, stuff like watching porn that can totally mess with your head. So basically, you know, impure thoughts or lust is when, you know, we're thinking about fantasizing about sex and that's like a normal, natural thing, but it gets disrespectful if, you know, um, to ourselves or others, if we begin to see people as objects instead of real humans with feelings and dignity. Okay. And so like, look, I get it. We're all curious about, curious about sex, but diving into pornography is not the way to go. It can mess up how you see relationship, relationships and it can even become addictive. So instead, I encourage you to really aim to keep your heart pure and your mind as pure as possible, okay? Um, and so that means treating other people with respect, focusing on building healthy relationships based on love and mutual respect, and not just getting like a quick fix from a screen. Finally, the 10th commandment asks us not to covet what other people have. So it's easy, it's easy like to get caught up comparing yourself to others, especially like because of social media, let's say like you constantly have people showing you the best part of their lives, like their highlight reel. And if your socials are making you feel jealous or like you're not good enough, or you don't have the right things, you can totally game the algorithm to not show you those things. I don't know, like I'm also a social media manager. So like you can focus what you consume on social media to be things that make you feel good, okay? Um, so like if it's watching cat videos or, you know, cooking recipes or whatever it is, like, you know, soccer, you can kind of watch, the, like, like those things, interact with things, ask like the app that you're in to not show you certain kinds of videos. Um, don't follow, don't interact. If a video comes on that you don't like, or a thing just scroll, don't spend any time looking at it. Even if it's a few seconds, you're telling them, Oh, I was a little bit interested in that. So they're going to show you more. Okay. Now, the biggest thing I want you to remember about this is that you're amazing just the way you are. Okay. So none of like social media on 90% of it is baloney like it's it's people aren't like that in real life okay so as you can see these commandments aren't just rules they're like a divine gps guiding us towards a good and righteous life they're like guardrails on a highway 
keeping us safe and steering us toward love and justice. On to the responsorial psalm. That was that was just the first reading, guys. So that's like, it's a little bit longer today. This this podcast is already diving, <laughs> going way longer than I thought it would. But let's, let's, let's press on. Okay, so this week's responsorial psalm is uh, 19 verses 8, 9, 10, and 11. And in it, we're reminded that God's laws are a source of joy and wisdom and clarity. Following them helps us live a fulfilling life. And to be the best versions of ourselves. Okay. In the second reading, it comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. And in it, we're hearing from St. Paul, who reminds us that the message of the cross, it might seem strange to some. Okay. So, like, people might think you being Catholic is weird or that, like, the Eucharist isn't true. Um, and you know what? That's okay. Because... The foolishness of God is wiser than any human wisdom, okay? So, like, even if God is being foolish, which he never is, but even if he were to be, it's still wiser than anything we can come up with. And the weakness of God is stronger than any of our human strengths, okay? So, even at our worst, or even, I'm sorry, even at his, like, worst or his best, it's still better than anything we can ever do, in other words, okay? So, press on, keep Keep doing what you're doing, in other words, okay? Keep following Christ. And then so finally, in the gospel reading, it's uh, we're in John this week, chapter 2, verses 13, 13 through 25. And this one, like, okay, Jesus, he shows up. He shows us how to shake things up with love and righteousness. Jesus rolls up to the temple in Jerusalem, and what does he find? Chaos vendors were hustling coins were clinking and like the holy place was turned into a marketplace not cool right jesus being the ultimate hero of all time he ain't having any of it he's like hold up folks this is not how we do things here and then with a righteous fire burning in his eyes he flips tables and kicks out the merchants dropping tooth bombs left and right but here's the real kicker Jesus isn't just about wrecking the place. He's all about shaking up our hearts too. He's challenging us to ditch the distractions and get back to what really matters, which is loving God and loving others. So what's the deal with all this temple drama? Like what, like why was it such a big deal? Jesus is saying, hey, let's clean house. Not just the physical buildings, but our hearts too. Let's make room for God's love and kick out anything that's blocking his presence. But of course, the crowd, us people, they're like, um, excuse me, who do you think you are? They're looking for a sign, some proof that Jesus has the authority to do this. And you know what he says? He drops this bombshell. He says, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. Whoa. He's not talking about the bricks and the mortar of the physical temple he was in. He was talking about himself. He, he, his body was the temple. He was talking about his death and resurrection. And get this. After Jesus rises from the dead, his disciples remember what he said. And it was like the ultimate I told you so moment. Okay. So what's the takeaway? Oops, excuse me. What's the takeaway? 
Jesus is the Son of God. He's shaken up our world with love and truth and has the power to transform lives. So this week, friends, I challenge you. Clean house. Invite Jesus further into your hearts and make room for his love to shine bright in your lives. Stay rad. Stay faithful. Keep challenging that status quo with your faith. Rebel Saints, and I will see you next week. Bye.